Gold Cup Culture family. If you're on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell. And if you are on your favorite streaming platform, thank you for tuning in and make sure you leave us a rating. This is episode 47. I have a special guest with me on my right. Bird lady. Auntie Shanice. Big dog. <laughs> so, hey, everybody. I didn't show you how to use the mic, but I'm going to show you right now on camera. So you, wait, wait. Don't judge. So keep the mic in front of you. Wherever okay. you go, let it travel with go. you. Hey, can I keep it here? Can you still hear me? No. It's a, I mean, they okay. can hear you, but they'll hear you much more if you have yeah, it closer. closer to you. All right. So, like boom. Y'all know whenever I have a, uh, a episode with a family member, it get a little, you know, get a little personal, but we still coming with the games. So, I'm going to get you a little warmed up. You hear Please me? do. <laughs> Warm me up. Warm you up, and we're going to play Weird or Doll. Weird or Doll? So, yeah. Okay. So, weird or not, if you're new to the pod, I'm going to give Bird Lady um, a headline, and she has to let me know if she thinks it's weird or not, and she gives only one sentence to explain why. Oh, shoot. Girl, you know I like to talk. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, new study ranks New York as America's best city of 2023. <laughs> weird or not? Weird. <laughs> new York. What? Going down and deal with them rats and things. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, okay. Chicago will always be it. All right, because you just South Chicago. Boy, nobody <laughs> South Chicago is <laughs> no. Okay, um, Devon Franklin says he cried himself to sleep after Megan Good's divorce. <laughs> Why you laugh? Well, when I seen that, see, you said I can't. Weird or no? It's not weird, but it is weird, but it's not weird. Can weird, I say that? Weird at all. <laughs> we go a little bit of weird. <laughs> okay, weird. Just <laughs> why? <laughs> because, like, I, I, you cry to go to, like, bro. Black men can't cry? Yes, you can cry. I understand it. But just, you cry to go to sleep. That is, like, giving me. You just lost like 10 points of your manhood. Just, <laughs> just 10. Like, wait a minute. Come on. Wow. Now. During, a, during, a, during the relationship or, and you know, the breakup. Yeah. But just to, can you just imagine a man grabbing a pillow and just laying up? <laughs> no, no. This is a long sentence. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Where your bike at? Your bike is right He didn't want to do the divorce. He wanted the divorce. <laughs> And he wanted the divorce. He wanted no. the divorce. We got Scooty in the back on the camera today. Hey, guys. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. No. <laughs> um, influ- Instagram influencers arrested with 216 pounds of cocaine worth around $3 million. Weird or no? Wait, what? Instagram influencers arrested with 216 pounds of cocaine worth around $3 million. Weird or no? <laughs> them, them, them influencer checks, man. They, they trying to. It ain't enough. It, so they sell it. <laughs> oh my god! Weirder though. <laughs> they gonna come after me, cause no, nah, I mean, gotta get your money. I, I ain't saying be a drug dealer, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just why you get caught. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, Kanye West has sushi. 
being served on a naked woman at his 46th birthday party. Weird or no? Sushi. Yeah. What was... Nigga, that ain't no shot. That's weird. Weird or no? Weird. <laughs> okay, why? Weird. Like, bro, that's something you do with shots. Like, you know, have it all cute, take the shot or something. <laughs> why would you just sit there? So he was eating with a finger or the, or the, the sticks? All we know is the headline. Weird. Okay. <laughs> no. Quando Rondo asks, uh, says, asking a girl her body count is lame. Weird or no? Super weird. Wait. Asking a girl. He a says body. asking a girl her body body count is lame. So he's defending us. Mm. That's true. I mean, I, wait, you said weird or weird not. Or That's no. not weird. Okay. No, I, I'm with him on that. All right. That's lame as hell. <laughs> U.S. military offers legal immigrants path to citizenship. Weird or not. Say that again. U.S. military offers legal immigrants path to citizenship. Weird or no? That's weird to say. It is, but then... (laughs) Come on, y'all. Y'all gotta understand. U.S. is the best. You know what I'm saying? Not U.S. the best. They just gotta... They wanna be us. Make America great again. This this sounds like a Trump (laughs) supporter. Trump 2024. He said, U.S. is the best. That's gonna be a somebody political campaign now. (laughs) It's... It's not weird to me. Because... Okay. No, let them come. If you, they could get it, they want us to come here, stay here. You know, I said they should come here, stay a couple of years, and then make them, you know, legal. Uh, Virginia, which earned an 8.4 out of 10 survivability score, was deemed the number one state most likely to survive an alien invasion. Weird or no? Just, just say alien? Yeah. They were, they was so voted, real? they was voted the number one state to be able to survive it if it was to ever happen. Oh, so it didn't. No, well, I was about to say, <laughs> no, wait a minute. Why would y'all? No, it did it. <laughs> How was that? I don't know nothing about Virginia to be so I don't know. So Is they, well, they, I don't know. Again, I got the niggas on talking about. So I don't know. <laughs> what are you talking about? You said Virginia got is the best state to what? <laughs> to survive an alien invasion. I, I'm not going to agree with that. What? Well, Chicago. There's some rough niggas <laughs> No, I'm just saying. Okay. Hey, can nobody be Chicago? I got, I don't know. Uh, Memphis woman charged with stealing more than $640,000 while working for Brinks. She later admitted to the thefts and re- Turned $30,200 back. Weird or no? Super weird. Why? She worked for the, the, the truck folks yeah. that drive, and she stole the money and then said, yeah, and then returned it. She returned like 30000 back. So she ain't know to act dumb, blind, and say she <laughs> know she didn't do it. It was somebody else. Somebody had that gunpoint. Weird or no? Weird on her for getting caught and returning and saying that she did it, yeah. Okay. Florida man almost lost his leg to deadly flesh-eating bacteria after he was bitten by a family member. Weird or no? Girl, is this stuff real? <laughs> yes. 
everything that we say and weirder knows are real headlines around the world. <laughs> he got bit by a cousin Pete, and now he's, his leg got <laughs> cut off. Yes. <laughs> now you know some cousins you wouldn't want to bite you. That they showed the cousin. Nah, I'm oh. saying you know some cousins you wouldn't want them to put their mouth on you. Ooh, that that's what I said. They ain't weird, but that. <laughs> Why you itching? Because how your leg come like they real life bitch in you. <laughs> that's some nasty, nasty that's stuff right. in your, your mouth. mouth. Got to be just weird like, at all. Disgusting. Disgusting. That's what I'm, so I'm saying. So, <laughs> so, that's super weird. Okay. That's super weird. Last one. Um, Alabama inmate Casey White sentenced to life in prison after escaping jail with help from his alleged prison guard lover. Weird or no? <laughs> <laughs> These was are really what? weird today. <laughs> this can't be true. Why you see none of this? You gotta watch, you gotta look at the news, oh man. It's a lot happening every day. So the man escaped from jail with his lover, another another cellmate. It was a prison guard. This <laughs> you dropped the mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm sorry. What? Yes. So did he get caught? Oh, well no. That's all we got is the headline. <laughs> Weird or dog. Super weird. Why? First, you said a cellmate. A, 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 a prisoner escaped jail with the help with of a prison guard. A prison guard. Who was his lover. So what? That's what I'm saying. That's like, first of all, that's a big old topic for me. How are, is, was it a male? Uh, we don't know. We don't know. Okay, so if it was a male, that's like, bro, like you work here. Why is you late? Come on now. No. Now, it was a female, I'd be like, you know what? It was on somebody else. Oh, I mean, she was falling in love. She wanted them up out of there, you know? So it's better if it was a woman guard. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's not better, but I'm just saying. Okay. Look. <laughs> so that was like weird that. and all. Thank you for playing. You're welcome. I don't like it. Girl, I got to get up on my, my news. Yeah. I can't believe that is true. So Cousin Pete bit somebody. Yes. And, and, and it was a bacteria flesh wound. Zombies. I gotta see that. Uh-uh. I'll find it and send you the other link. <laughs> so you trying to sue the cousin? I don't know. You gotta read the article. Oh, that's what I say. I gotta see it. Uh-uh. I got questions. Uh-uh. Okay. She I'm said sorry, Cousin Pete. Cousin Pete! <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, this is my auntie. I'm sorry, y'all. Hey, y'all. Auntie uh, Shanice. Yes. What's up, girl? Nothing much. Just chilling. Looking cute. You know. Yeah, Scooty said, this your auntie? When you walked in. Oh, she the fine auntie. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Scooty, everybody got a, everybody got that fine auntie in the family. There's only one in every family. Only one? Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe two. Okay. Maybe two. One and a half, depending. Okay. If they back to back. Yeah, but now. Yeah, you know, shout out Molly Ma. You know, me and Ma, we the fine cousins. Oh, you know, my God. Other family. So would you Ooh, be I the auntie or the day. uncle? Huh? Would you be the auntie or the uncle? I said we the fine cousins, not the fine aunties and uncles. This is why you my least favorite on the squad. <laughs> well, I always tell my kids I look like an auntie uncle. So when I don't, I'm sorry. When I have my days. <laughs> 
Baby, I be somebody's auntie, uncle. It's okay. I ain't nobody uncle, okay? I'm the auntie. I just look it's okay. a little... <laughs> I look like I play basketball. <laughs> Damn, that's a good answer. Yeah, leave it at but, that. <laughs> speaking of being my auntie... Yes. Let's talk about um, being that. Being my auntie. Okay. Uh, what did you think <clears throat> when you met me? Straight out the cooch. Oh my goodness. To the girl, the, the woman that I am now. <laughs> T Well, I call her T Dollar. I don't know if y'all know about T Dollar. T Dollar was a high school name. And, um, well, we're going to start off like this. Keep the mic. When she was you. younger, she was so quiet, didn't talk to nobody, stayed like you had to make her laugh, make her talk, always eating. <laughs> The girl, oh, the girl ate perm. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm talking. Always eating something. Um, but that's why I got she, asthma. You think so? <laughs> that is why I got asthma. I Are ate the perm. Yeah, I induced myself to have asthma eating that perm. Oh perm. my god, <laughs> it messed up my insides. See, always eating something. <laughs> no, nah, uh-huh. you can't say that and don't say why I ate perm. We was perming here. You crawling on the floor, uh-huh. seen it, and ate it. So y'all had a... And a dime, a penny or something like that. So y'all had an unsafe environment for a little toddler. Nah, it's unsafe. Because <laughs> y'all uh, was doing uh, hair uh. with the perm exposed. You should have stayed over reach. there in that pool living room. Mm. Nah, you want to come over here, seen that little job. The baby at radar came up. And had to come stick them little fingers in there. And say, mm, it's good. Mm-hmm. But yes. Okay, okay, y'all. <laughs> she was, Tidala was always, um, like, just quiet and to herself, played the game. Oh, my son, they was the swag kids at one point in time. They would dance, play the game. Basketball. She was like basketball. Yeah, she was always laid back. She, The way she is now is how she was. When she was younger, I don't think nothing changed. What, I'm gonna say yes, it is. She's she's boisterous now. I can say that she's boisterous, and I like that though. I like that she likes to answer, ask questions without an attitude or argument or a fight. Like she just really want to know, and I like that though. You heard that to be. <laughs> Leave my sister alone. <laughs> and I mean, even if the question is personal or whatnot, you could say it's personal, but then just still give. I don't know. If my kids come and ask me anything, which I, you know, I'm good for that. I don't know if it's personal, but we still hold that conversation about it. I love when kids, young adults, anyway, come to me and ask me anything and want an answer. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to argue with you, I'm not going to feel no type of way up. You could tell me one thing. I'm not going to be like, no, that's not it. And thinking my way is the right way. No, 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 no. Yeah, you probably enlighten me on something. Like, you know what? You're right. You know. But no. Um, $10. $10. She, she the same. Laid back, cool kid. Now, speaking about you having kids. Yes. <clears throat> three of them. What, how old were you when you had KJ, your first child? 17. I got pregnant at 17, had him at 18. 
<laughs> like, I got to make that clip. <laughs> it was common uh, to have kids at y'all age, right? At like 17, 18? Yeah. Like, Back in my time. I think I was the last generation up to have, you know, do it, do that. Because mm-hmm. after me, I think it was, then it went to like 22, 21. So <clears throat> I remember us growing up, we had this popular TV show on MTV called 16 and Teenage. What's that? What's that show? Teen Mom. We had a popular TV show I called Teen Mom. Mom. Yeah. <clears throat> and so they made it like a big thing, like our generation. So is is worse because y'all 16 and pregnant. No, 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 no. It's slow down. No. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to agree with that. Y'all generation is not... Y'all didn't have kids at, you know, young. Mm-hmm. Y'all was yeah, waited till the after now probably right after high school. Mm-hmm. I okay yeah, but y'all went through high school before you had a baby. Mm-hmm. Well, not you in general, but mm-hmm. y'all generation. I would say that. How? <clears throat> what were your feelings if you can remember when you got the news or took that test and was like, I'm pregnant? Um, I was I was okay like. Lord, I'm about to have a baby. It's real. Oh my Jesus, Lord. <laughs> um, of course I went to my mom and like, uh, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> why why were you scared to tell your mama? Because, Keep the bike with you. But, um, I don't know, it's just like a an intuition. It was just like a intuition because when I told her, she was like she was always cool with Terrell, first of all. Let's make that very clear. She mm-hmm. was she liked it. Terrell. Terrell was a good guy. Terrell is the father of her well, first child. Yes. Sorry about that. And uh he he was a good guy. And she she actually I'm not gonna say that part. <laughs> okay. She she liked it him a lot. hmm And so but when I told her, she was just like, I knew it. Mm-hmm. I knew it. Cause you was eating greens. I I hated greens. I hated greens, but now oh my gosh, I eat them up. And that was it. It was okay. It was of course you go looking up like how you take. Well, I didn't have to go look up how you take care, of baby. Cause I always had my nieces or my little cousins. So that was pretty much. That was like I don't know. I was hands on with it already. Mm-hmm. Um, you have said that, uh, I'm a cool kid cause I ask questions and you have said that you like when a younger people are like that. <clears throat> One of the things that I was able to recognize about you and your parenting style was that you didn't like, you didn't whoop your kids. No, you didn't beat your kids. You ain't whoop them. No, you'll probably spank them or whatever, but you ain't really, you no. ain't giving the whoopings that I grew up getting. No. So, where did that come from? Why um, didn't you follow the same parenting style as your the way you were parented? Because I feel like you didn't have to whoop them. If you could talk to your kid, first of all, if you could talk to them, they understand. I, 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 to, to be honest, I really don't know. That's just how me and my kids was. I told them, I'm not going to put your, my hands on you because mm-hmm. I feel like you're old enough to hear what I'm saying mm-hmm. and respond back in a genuine way, mm-hmm. you know? And that's how it was. I just didn't want to whoop my kids. Beating them with belts and all that and picking up something and doing. 
I don't think I didn't think that was necessary mm-hmm. just to get a point across. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think that your kids would have turned out differently than how they are now if you would have disciplined them that way? Because, you know, we all say, I got beat as a kid. You can whoop them kids. I turned out fine. Right. Compare your kids now to people that you feel like the was whooped. The opposite way. Oh, God. That is. I don't know. I don't think so. No, because me and my son just had a conversation the other day. He was just, he didn't, he was just saying, like, wow. Um, why my daddy always punched me in my chest and stuff, trying to make me a man. Mm-hmm. But you didn't have to. I'm like, KJ. Y'all was easy to talk to. My kids wasn't bad or did anything to get beaten or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, I don't know. It was. It was just, I just had to talk to them. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to. I mean, I guess that does add an extra layer to it if you just really got such a disobedient child. Because some, some people do admit, like, I was bad as hell. I needed to get right, hit. That, right. So that's what I said. That, like, when I, if he did talk back or something, it was like, who you talking to? Mm-hmm. You know, do a little pop or something. But it wasn't nothing like I had to beat him and whatnot. No. No. Being on the outside looking in, how does it feel to not do that to your kids, not discipline your kids in certain ways that other people do? And let's say you see me about to get a whooping. How did you used to feel <laughs> when that, when that's going to go down? I always try to talk the person out of it. Like, yeah. my sister's like, like, girl, what you hitting the fuck? Just let her go on in the room, girl. Let her calm down. You doing, you know. Now I, they finna yell at you? I know. They, and they, they did. Yeah. They did. Like, me and my sisters, we go through this now. And... My uh Tony, that's one of my sisters. Oh, I'm gonna get her. I'm gonna get her. I say, Tony, what you gonna do all that for? What you get? Just go talk to her. Hold the conversation. Shanice, you come do it. Cause I can't do all that. <laughs> a conversation? What you yeah. what you willing to knock her head off and out? Hold a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> See, you could do all this. That's what she always said. You could do all that. Talk to your niece. Talk to your niece. You know, all of these think pieces that we be posting on social media about why people hit their kids, I think, like, why do we run away from the truth? Like, some people just don't have the emotional intelligence and patience to just communicate. Or, like, yeah, that could be it. Or, it could, like you say, it was what they was taught. Mm-hmm. Was, you know, I was scared of my mom. I tried not to get no whoopers because, honey, them whoopers hurt. Mm-hmm. So... It can be lit, literally from what they was taught. So mm-hmm. my mama beat me, and you know, so I don't, I really don't know, but I just wish people would talk before putting their hands. Yeah. That's it. That's all. Some people think that you should instill fear into your kids so that they'll, they'll if you don't instill fear into them, they won't, they won't be able to tackle the world on their own. What do you think about Why you that? Gotta- why you got to be the person to feel? Why y'all can't sit down and, and just hold the conversation? Like, hey, so don't let nobody bully you or, you know, I don't have to. You, I ain't got to come to you. Hey, sit your butt down. You heard what I said. You know, mm-hmm. there's no need to do all that. Sit down. Mm-hmm. I mean, you give them that little look once they keep playing or whatnot. But I'm not trying to scare you to where it's not every time you come around me, you got to sit or, you know, do. Mm-hmm. I don't. 
No. No. <laughs> I don't know why parents, why men, especially men with dads with sons, feel like they got to punch and treat them all. Oh, you a boy. Sit up and do. No. You don't do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, he a boy. Okay. And you think about punching him and screaming at him and telling him, screaming and yelling, you know, or sit up, do that. You don't do that. You don't play with else. You don't do. That's going to still make him a boy. Mm-hmm. Now he get two more years older or older and he trying to be at Then what? Like, <laughs> I'm confused. No. Do you think that there's any way to dictate how your child would turn out with how you parent them? Oh, no. Nope. You could do like I like I I talk to my kids. Uh, you know we hold conversations. We talk about everything. Just because of what I'm doing and what I did to Mass doesn't mean oh my son gonna get older, 25 and he's gonna be a nice nice to his women. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I hope so. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I still that in him, mm-hmm. but he could get with women and. Do the whole opposite or whatnot. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say that. I mean, everybody wish that and want that, but no, never. Always, always had that second thing in the back of my head. Like when it comes to anything. Yes, I'm tell, telling my kids the right way. I'm trying to teach them the right way. Who's to say what they're gonna turn out just because I'm telling them? Yeah. So. A lot of the things that we say on the pod is it starts with the home. Whatever is done in the home will help navigate that kid to be what they'll be when they get older. So now, listen to you. No, it's like it ain't. You really can't really. You don't know how your kid would turn out. Exactly. All you can do is basically show them what you want them to be. You know, Mm -hmm. you got to show them the love. You got to show them the respect. You got to, you know, you just got to show them the right way. Well, it's no right way of being a parent, but you just want them to be more, you want to show them the right way. Mm-hmm. You can show them, you can show them, you could do all that. Because working, I'm going to tell you this, working at, well, my last job, Carmelite. Mm-hmm. If I can sit here and tell you half of the stories that happen with, I, we had a, a child. Her daddy was rich, and she was at the Carmelite home. What is the What is the Carmelite home for the uh, listeners? It's a it's a it's an independent living for teens, young uh, teens. They call them zombies. Did we go say younger girls? Um, not teen boys. They call them the HIC unit. They are younger boys. Sorry. Sorry, keep going. Yes, it's a yes. Um, it's a living, uh, it's a living place for them. It's a shelter. It's a uh, just in case of like uh something happened in the home or uh, something happened with the home, they could come in for a little hot second and or whatnot. You stay on top of this. Yes. Send a signal to her. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Look. I'm, I'm, I'm used to talking with my hands. I know. You got to get used to it. You got to see. <laughs> Lee this free hand. 
Switch it over. Man. <laughs> it's cool. Everybody, everybody all right. go through right. this. Look, give me the mic with this. Yes, I'm real. Yeah, with you the, yes. You just, yes, yeah. I'm real. When we move, we might switch back to those. I don't know. I, I like holding the mic. No. Because I got to use my hands to talk. Okay, so um, what did you want to be when you were a younger girl? A teacher. Why did you want to be a teacher? Because my teachers were so pretty and the way they was just teaching. And it was like, it was cute. Mm. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm dead serious. It was just cute. It was cute. <laughs> Shit, that's good enough. It was. It was it just was cute. Like how they would just be welcoming you in and be so happy. And mm-hmm. come on, you know, I don't know. That was just cute to me. Like, okay, I want to be a teacher. That was like a second, third grade. Six, seven, I came up, you know, seven, probably seven, eighth grade. I wanted to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. They were saying the blood and the, I couldn't take that. Mm-hmm. Like, I said, no, I'm going to change that. Never mind. I'm just going to watch kids. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a daycare. I'm going to be a daycare owner. I'm going to own my own daycare. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So ever since then, I've just been working in daycares, working with the youth. Working with the youth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, would you ever go back to a Carmelite or what do you want to do now if it has anything to do with like working with kids? Oh, I'm gonna blow my what I'm going through. I've been working on something. I can't tell. You ain't gotta tell. Okay. You ain't gotta say it. Is uh, it still with still, kids? Still with kids. Okay. Yes, it is. Okay. I'm just waiting for the say so. Um, I'm on stage four. I got approved for the first three. Mm-hmm. I'm on stage four. And uh, all right, well, whatever it is, is yours. Yes, claim it. Um. Okay. So, <clears throat> what? How was Shanice when she was growing up? Like, what type of daughter were you i was okay they call me granny i was the clean one i was like the like you know how everybody used to keep their baby dad their baby dad's naked mm-hmm. no i'm gonna keep clothes on my baby down okay i'm not playing i like the school that's how i got into high school i was a talkative mm-hmm. but the younger <laughs> me i was nice i was Everybody wanted to come play with me. Everybody wanted me to come over to their house. You was the so, it girl, huh? Yeah, I was just cool. I was the fun cousin. Yeah. And the the granny of the house. Because they always said, like, because I sit up, you know, I was. <laughs> you I was telling know. people etiquette? Yeah. <laughs> like, they felt that real. Like, I was the only one that was able to wear red polish. I'm uh-huh. going to make that very clear. My mom won't let me wear red polish. Why? Because she just seen the, I don't know, she seen the, uh, not the woman in me. She just felt like, because I was prissy. Uh-huh. And she was just like, go ahead. I was a prissy daughter. Sophisticated. Okay. Yeah. Tamika and Tony was real mad about that. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. They was real mad. So she would see them about to put it on. They're like, uh-uh. <laughs> I, I asked them. Oh, Yes. Yeah, kept my room clean. I was still laid back. Like, I didn't do too much. Not until I got to high school. Didn't go to 
You just feeling yourself. And then, because while my cousins was there, and it was just like a whole bunch of us. And then when you get to high school, your whole thing just changed. Mm-hmm. Like you really get to start figuring out yourself. Yes, mm-hmm. and you're doing it with a bunch of other people that's trying to do the same thing. Because, honey, I went from trying to be a tomboy to being back to my girliness. Mm-hmm. I don't know what made me go into that. We ain't gonna even talk. <laughs> no, 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 no. We kind of, yes. we probably kind of <laughs> should talk about it because you remind me a lot of my older sister, Tabia. So yeah. growing up, my mama, it was three girls. It was Auntie Sneeze, Auntie Tony, and my mama. My mama's the oldest. Auntie yes. Tony's the middle, and she's the baby girl. And then my mama had three girls. Yes. Tamia's the oldest. I'm the middle child. And then Lucky, who's been on the pod before, she's the baby girl. And so you took Tamia in as your daughter. Yes. And then Auntie Tony took me in as her daughter. And yes. Tamisha just never had anything. Because- she had Tasha. Okay, Tasha yeah, took okay, her yeah. in. <laughs> so what about Tamia? What you, why did you navigate towards her? Tamia was, because Tamika always asked me to watch her. And then it was just like, Okay, okay, so now this is my baby doll. Mm-hmm. You know, she went from my baby doll to my, oh, this is my baby when we outside. I'm this high, holding on my hip. Like, I don't know. She was my, she was my baby. But it, it stood, one. it took from, it's to this day still, like. I know, that's just my <laughs> pool. I don't know, I always say she my kid. Uh-huh. I would say she might. Because to me, to me, is darker she than fav- all of us. She, fa- it's not because she. <laughs> to me, is she's like your no. color. She your color. Yeah, I really don't. know. She just took on to me, and I took on to her. It was just like that's my niece's daughter. <laughs> she is. Um, I still love y'all. I mean, you know, you're still uh, there with look, y'all. Look, we gonna get to that. Just had to throw that in there. Just throw that in there real quick. I don't know. It was, she was just the one. Like she, even when I was asked how to babysit, come on, come on, she'll do it. Mm-hmm. So it was just like I don't know. She was my baby. Did you see any similarities in how Tamia was molding herself to be that uh, to whatever you were when you were at her age? Yes. Yeah. You said, did I see it? Yeah. Yeah, I seen it. Did I like it? No. Cause. It was a little bit too much for me. But mm-hmm. then, as you know, life changes. You yeah. know, years go by, you know, things is not always the same. Mm-hmm. And like I always told them, oh, we we definitely had our conversations, mm-hmm. you know. Did it, some some of it, she worked it and used it and whatnot. But then, we all know Tamia is her own. <laughs> <laughs> her own thing. But I didn't get upset. Yeah. I didn't get mad. Yeah. But we did have our conversations and, you know. Yeah. And you got to learn from your own mistakes, boo. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah I was, I'm never the person that I told you so or this and that. Uh-huh. You just got to figure it out what you finna do next, man. Um, with, with that, with all of that being said, because I also like, I've listened to my mom tell me that she was, um, there was an auntie that she said that chose other uh, cousins to look over and check in on. And she never got checked in on by that cousin. I mean, by that auntie and the auntie told her as they got older, cause I need to check in on you. You was always, you, you took care of yourself. So. You, I needed to look out for you. And I kind of like, I kind of feel like I'm that. 
I didn't need anybody to check in on me. Right. I just wanted people to accept what is in front of you right now because I've always knew when I was little that I was different, that I was destined for so much. <clears throat> and I don't know. I still don't feel like anybody in this family really <laughs> recognized that and, and noticed that. Like, that notice what? That you here? That I'm different and I'm here. Oh, no, everybody knows that you're different. Any like when you know how you had your little family, what you know, gatherings or whatnot. Everybody knows Tamaya's the different one. Tamia's what they say is she a Johnson for real? Or you know, <laughs> and Tamisha is the superstar, you know, the superstar, the model, the Yeah. Tamisha, I'm sorry. So no. Nobody came to basketball games. I did come to you, you and Auntie Tony, y'all probably came to a couple, but like y'all live right next door to us. And I just feel like just seeing, yeah. just seeing how, cause when I'm looking at other people and how they support athletes or whatever, it's just always a big, they all at the games going mm-hmm. crazy. And it just feel like a lot of games I was there by myself and I got picked up by my mama and then we went home. I'm starving, honey. That's it's cool. I was starting that karma life. No, it's and that's all that it's cool. It was two to tens. I had to be be there. What seven years for me to finally get a six to two? <laughs> I was sorry. I thought karma life was watchful. It's cool. I'm not saying it's because I want apologies. I don't care. I know, but it's still it's just saying moment. it's just like that's that that's what it was when you get older and you reflecting on life. Like, dang. I was really doing a lot. I've done so much. And I don't know if y'all all was in re- real-time Wait. reality for me because I was just doing what I was supposed to be doing. But maybe if since y'all was older, y'all were able to see, like, this kid is special or this kid, we need to be doing something or whatever. But it just felt like y'all just had so much focus on Tamiya or y'all own lives, uh, y'all uh, own kids. I was kids. just about to say the own kids. Because, yeah. my child was on the AAU team, too. Mm-hmm. So... They took all my dollars. He took all my time. Mm-hmm. And yes, I was doing it by myself, Terrell. And um, <laughs> them games is no joke. Yeah. Every other day is a game. I had to get real cool with my uh, coordinator. Yeah. Let me leave right quick. I'll be right back. So, baby, I'm sorry. It's cool. <clears throat> <laughs> Because now that I'm older, I get to see, like, that is a lot to try to balance. Because I got four, five nephews and nieces trying to get around to all of their stuff. It's a lot. It's hard. That's why I'm not, I'm, I don't want no apology or anything. It's just, it's, it's, were y'all it's, able to see what was in front of y'all when it was happening? Oh, yeah. We always said you was the special, not special as, like, special. Like, you was the gifted one. You was the one that did. The computer, the the athlete, the the school, the scholars, like, we seen all that. We always, like, when we have our, look, family, you know, our, uh, what's that? Family gatherings or whatnot. Oh, we spoke of you. My niece is the, you know, we spoke of you. You probably ain't tell you. Well, you did tell me. Well, I know I did. But you was... I do tell you, Tita, I like how you rolling. Keep it going. As we got, as I got older, I, yeah. I, I got it more. When I was younger, it was just, just doing things. I remember when we had moved to your spot in Mich- in Pontry Court. That's where we grew up at in Michigan City. And I was starting to feel myself a little bit. 
And I was out late <laughs> walking with did. my best friend outside. And you had pulled up on me because you was gone. You wasn't mm-hmm. at the house. And you had pulled up coming back to the crib. And you saw me walking out. And I'm like, why are you out here? <laughs> That was, I was so scared. I was like, oh, my God. I, was I don't cool know what to say. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't know what to say. Because <laughs> this is something Tamia will be doing. So. I didn't. I don't think I scold you. No, you didn't. But I was scared. Because I'm like, <laughs> this, I'm the good one. This is what Tamia is supposed to be doing. Like, that was my mind growing up. Like, I knew that I was different. And so me doing anything that I felt like was not what I was supposed to be doing, <laughs> I felt what? guilty. <laughs> No, it it actually should have made you feel good because it'd be like, I'm out here walking late. See, if it was Tamia, Tamia probably would have got to go. Like, why you out here? Woo, you know. <laughs> yeah. But then you was like, why you out here? Oh, you just need to. Okay, go ahead. Be back. Stay in front of the house. You know. It wasn't, it wasn't like that with my mom, though. Probably yeah. with you or another uh, auntie or uncle, but not my mama because anything I did. Don't ever do you want to punish me. I'm lucky your game away. I forget to take the garbage out. I'm taking your game. You want to punish me? How many times she had to take the garbage out? No. No. It's just, it's just, you ain't, you you forgot now, Matthew. Yeah, I couldn't do nothing. I had to be perfect. Shame. Shame. I had to be perfect in that household. Oh, excuse me. Maybe because you was the perfect kid. So when you did do that or not on your game, it was. I don't I'm not finna. I'm not. Finna I'm not finna <laughs> that, I this care. is real conversation that a lot of people don't have, though, because you are on the outside looking in, but you're still very close to another household. Yeah. <clears throat> and I remember when I when I was at a, a funeral recently, I had asked somebody that said that claimed to be close to my father. Why Why weren't you ever around to tell him like, hey, you're not being a good human being. Take care yeah. of your kids. And I still didn't get any closure from that. Like, do you, cause you already said you feel weird sometimes when you got to say, Hey, don't whoop her. Yeah. So being on the outside looking in, but still being very close to a situation that you feel like could be better. What is the limits? What are lines you when don't do cross? You step in and yeah. say something. Yeah. Well, it depends on the situation, who, what, when, and how nowadays. Mm-hmm. Did I like what your dad was doing? <laughs> I ain't even focused on okay. him. I was just saying in general. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just, I, she said, huh. you know, because you also didn't have baby daddies like my mama, baby daddy. So that's why. <laughs> Girl, okay, if you stop <laughs> she did it. She did it. Her baby daddies took care of their kids. They was there. They want to send some money. I was, yeah. Yeah, so, she ain't had a the deadbeat baby dads so, that I know of. No. Okay, so uh-uh. she ain't had that. Yeah, she said, no. <laughs> no, I didn't, thank God. Well, yeah, we're not talking about him. I'm just okay. saying in general. <laughs> well, it's just like, well, towards the fathers, I, I don't think I say much to it, but towards the mothers, like my sisters. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had had conversations. Like, no, Tamika... You wrong or no. Well, Tamika, just listen. See, I'm more of just listen and talk. They be so quick to, oh, they think they grown. And this a kid got this and this. Why can't they use it? I'm just, I, 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 I just, 
confused on it. She just broke the internet. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, why can't they use you? Because you, they mama, they can't say, "Hey, mom, I don't like the way that you just said that to me." Mm-hmm. Or, mom, no, why do I have to leave for you to go out? Or, you know, why a kid can't ask or say how they feel? Mm-hmm. I, I'm lost at it. Matt, tell me anything. I, I I don't hold that back. Mm-hmm. May I now, if you coming at me all raw and stank with it, okay, maybe I will have a little. First of all, who was you talking to? Mm-hmm. You could have said that a little better, or you know, don't come at me like that, like you my buddy or not. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But if you my kids or some niece or somebody, like you just said, and since I feel like you want them, you know. I'm not finna sit here and go down your I was there. Yeah. I was there. I was, I went to the, I, Yeah. I'm not finna sit. I'm sorry you feel like that, boo. Um, I came to come, you know. Yeah. I'm no. I'm more of a talker. <laughs> I don't like the this is your oh. nephew. Oh no no, cause he 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 he, he just want to come over. He just tell him, text him. You, I talk to you later. He uh, he, he trying to get to the get. Uh, he, he, no, I told him we was gonna do a late night show. That was my plan. So okay, do. but I told him they go go to sleep. They go waste my money. Yeah, and they're like, no, we not, no, we not. What mm. you was gonna say, Scooty? A lot of families tend to, well, especially parents. They have this power struggle that they can't get over from their childhood. Mm-hmm. So it turns into their parenting style, like you said. Yeah. So it'll be very much do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. And they criticize their children when they don't know how to vocalize their own emotions. Mm-hmm. Yep. And nine times out of ten, it's not even that you're mad at the kid you're more upset with the fact that you can't process what's mm-hmm. going on and mm-hmm. you can't fathom that down. Mm-hmm. A 10 yeah. year old is sitting here telling me how they feel without the extra. And I can't do that in a normal conversation. Mm-hmm. Why can't you like, I just trauma trauma, uh, not being able to vocalize themselves throughout their life outside of whether it be a emotional partners, friendships, what I would think, okay, so if you were scared to do that when you was younger, oh, I'm not gonna say no more, or you know, now that you older, you have kids. Why don't you? Why didn't like? Why is it so hard to tell them? Don't be scared to speak to me because when I was growing up, you know, I was scared to bring X Y Z to my mom or. Why you have to be, oh, my mama had me so scared I couldn't say nothing. So that's how I'm going to have you. Why do you want that? If that hurted you when you was a kid, why do you want to hurt your kid? That's what was going in my head when you said that that's what why people do things because they're repeating what, that was, what was done to them. I'm like, well, if you got hit and you it ain't feel good, don't you think it ain't going to feel good to the next person you hit? Yes. Like, no. I just feel like the hitting... They're calling you out your name. Because that's what they used to. Even though you would think it's easy to break a cycle like that, it's easier to fall into it because mm-hmm. you feel like, okay, if I'm firm like them, but I still give a little leeway for certain stuff, mm-hmm. then I'm a decent parent. You still mm-hmm. verbally and mentally abuse your children but you let them have friends come over and spend the night, or you may let them smoke. They may cuss. 
So you encourage their bad behavior because you see it as, oh, you do it with me versus doing it out in the street. It's okay. Right. But still, you emotionally damage your kids because the way you say stuff as a parent is a thousand times worse than a random person outside saying it to you. Yeah, it is. Yes, yes, yes. It's such a huge contradiction from all that we've been told. If I teach you now, you'll be more better for the world. But what you're teaching me is actually making me worse for the world because I look up to you. You're my first love. You're my first role model. Jeffrey Dahmer's dad thought he was doing him a good thing by getting him interested in taxidermy. Mm -hmm. He thought it would be an amazing Mm father-son bonding experience. Explain what taxidermy is. Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Yeah, taxidermy is the study of dead animals Mm -hmm. and stuffing them, you know, Mm -hmm. redoing their anatomy. And a lot of people do it as a hobby. Cool. But it has also been kind of like a gateway to a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, I guess you could say for his perspective, he had caring parents, but he had a dad who was verbally abusive to his mother Mm -hmm. and that bounced right off her and right onto her son. Mm-hmm. So he may have had the ideal parents from what they perceive, but he was jacked up from Jump Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because the mama was she a pill taker? Like she was. Yeah, she she, she had mental. Ma- yeah, but you see how they swept it under. A lot of people didn't know that she was what they considered crazy. Mm-hmm. She was a bipolar. Yeah, I mean bipolar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, she it's was she was like clinically to, bipolar. Right, it's levels to bipolar. Yeah, but to get a little deep, mental uh psychology, mental wellness and mental health all is based off of the study of white people's mind. So if you if you black and you're bipolar, you're, you, your your bipolar is different. Your bipolar is different, but they're studying you with the with all the science and stuff based off of what they study with white, white people's people, mind. Yeah. And so you're not going to be adequately uh, diagnosed and um, analyzed properly because they'll be treating you as if you're a white woman instead of a black woman that went through a totally different life, different history context. Yeah. Genetically, black people's DNA has been traumatized to the point of change. Mm -hmm. Well, my son was just telling me something like that. He went to the doctor. He's like, man, I ain't feeling it. He was telling me something about a white man and said, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't about to stay here. I'm like, well, so genetically, you're completely different from your grandmother eighty years ago, a mm-hmm. hundred years ago, because mm-hmm. you've had a whole different set of trauma introduced mm-hmm. to you. Oh yeah, yeah. Added on to the layer of trauma that they in, in, were uh, endured exactly. because it's brought right. on to you already. Yeah. Plus the four hundred years of slavery. Oh, yeah. God, that right don't. there, we can't <laughs> ever forget about that part. <laughs> but. America. <laughs> uh, I want to go back to our upbringing, though, because we come from a very unique family. Woo! Child. The Johnsons. Wait, I actually what? wanted to talk about your sisters, though. Because... Uh, uh, <laughs> no, because... You know the movie Deliver Us From Evil? Do you know that movie? Deliver Us From Evil with Gabrielle oh. Union, Megan Good. Okay. No, what? I'm not. LL Cool J. I've seen it, but you, I'm not I'm sure you've seen it. I'm sure you've seen it. 
I gotta see it. Again well, you well, I'm gonna get you know. that's my reference, but you go look look okay. back later to see why what uh, what what that is. Okay. Uh, basically, it's four sisters, and they all was close, and in the neighborhood, they was the fine sisters, and all the men wanted them, but they had Eva, which is Mama uh, Tamika in this scenario. Mm-hmm. They had the older sister Eva, and she was very stern. She's the big sister to protect her. They parents died earlier, something like that. Girl, that's her now. Yeah, so that's Eva. And they, she's just so hard to love and she can't ever get a man because she's so stern and like, mm-hmm. whatever. So when I saw that movie and I was seeing like the dynamic with all the sisters, like that's what remind me of y'all three is like, I always saw you as the hot mama, like the auntie, the out, out having fun and <laughs> yeah. clubs and stuff. That H- was H- me. My mama H twenty went to clubs and stuff too, but they, they didn't go like I did. They was <laughs> you homebodies. Megan Good. Look, they was homebodies. She's Megan, she's Megan Good. Yeah, she's the Megan Good character. My mama's Eva and Auntie Tony. She the one, uh, the one, the light skin with the afro. The one. Y'all finna make me go essence, home and look at this. Essence, uh, that's her. When they essence something, yeah, I know. Yeah, know. that's her. Um, hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I just all that's what was it? That's how I visualized y'all when I was younger. Okay, I gotta. I can't respond to it because I gotta go. Yeah, in. yeah. <laughs> and and why would I go look? That was a great movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. You just type in on Google, deliver us some Eva, it'll tell you how to watch it, where you can find it. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure it's probably on BT Plus or something now. But yeah, yeah keep on. <laughs> That's what reminded me of y'all when I was younger, just because I didn't talk, but I knew so much because I listened and. <laughs> I, that is something that I said in my graduation speech. Graduated from colleges, we have two ears and one mouth for a reason. You're supposed to listen more and talk less because when you talk, you're only re- repeating what you already know. And so when you're listening, you're listening for new information, new perspectives. So I listened so much when I was younger, and I didn't talk. And I think that's what uh, equipped me to be so knowledgeable and and wise now, to where I think that now is my time to finally talk. I think that's a little weird. We'll have a podcast. I have that, all that, of these that things. That can be true. That's true. No, I, th- I do think that's, I think that, that is that, true. I, I'm, I'm telling this baby didn't. I didn't you, you want to come outside? You want to do? You want no. no, didn't talk at nothing. Yeah, okay. And now, I told you, now she's, she out there. <laughs> and to even have a podcast to hold a conversation. Okay. I put it in my graduation speech at the start of it. It was that story that y'all always say that we watch a Luna when I was a kid. That's when y'all first heard me talk. Uncle William. They gotta tell you that story. Uh but oh. I, I put that in my speech, my graduation yeah, speech no. for college. Oh, I said, that's how goodness. I started my speech off. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh because I do I generally do think that that's my purpose is now is teaching teaching and talking more and like it's my time to actually speak and, and hold and use my voice, <clears throat> helping people with through my voice. But uh, with you, I wanted to know if you ever figured out what your purpose was. Now, as I sit back and I just sit back and just look at me, like I say, I'm good with teens. It's like I I sit and I could talk to them. I'm I'm, I'm good. I'm, good with communicating with them mm-hmm. um they let me know they open up to me they let me know xyz you know and i could sort of kind of motivate them to turn their life around or 
not do this or not do that. Because, like I say, the kids at Carmelite, they love missionaries. Like, they, they will fight. They would do this or whatnot. They have to. They would call me. I wouldn't even have to be at work. They would call me. Can you talk with Elizabeth that? And the, I don't, I just think I'm good with teens. Mm-hmm. Like, bad, good, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. I'm good with teens. So you think your purpose is helping the youth? Youth, yeah. Navigate, helping the youth navigate. The teens. The teens. It's just some, because them some beans, whoo, them 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, uh, whew, that was a little rough patch for me. Mm-hmm. You need, I you seen need... the big difference when I went to the teen side mm-hmm. and then the teen mom side. I was, that was me. Mm-hmm. Did you see yourself in them? The teens? Yeah, the, to why you think you uh, are better suit for teens than younger than teens? And some, like the one I took in, um, she actually graduated and she didn't have no homegirls or nothing. I don't want to get too yeah. I took her in because I seen myself and her. She well, wait, wait, you fast and forward. Oh, Let's talk about that because you say you took in somebody, somebody yes. from Carmelite? Yes. Okay, so you met a, uh, a teen at Carmelite yes. and you took her into your actual home. My actual home. Why did yes. you do that? Because she was a good kid. All she needed was somebody to help her and push her. And, you know, she needed the shelter. She needed the, I'm not going to say mom, but she needed that adult in her life to stay on the right way, you mm-hmm. know? And, and, and how how is she now? Because y'all still are very she, much connected. Very much connected. Um, She was in college. She had a baby. She stopped her Bring third it up year. With you. Okay. She she stopped her third year. Um, she had a baby. Mm-hmm. She just got not getting married. She just got married. And she's gonna I told her she better finish that college and I ain't playing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she living in Indy. She only stayed with me for a little high second. She went off to school. And we stay in touch now. To this day. Would you do that more often? Yes. Yes. Okay. Is that something you plan to do or you just would do it if it, the opportunity was there? Yeah. Yes to both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes to both. Um, how is it? Everybody be like, how can you just bring somebody in around your kids and whatnot? Because I, I sit there, I don't mind giving a kid a chance to let me see. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get I would, I don't mind them coming in and showing me what they say. Mm-hmm. It's like how my sister them say, well, she was addicted to drugs and what, 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 you know. I'm like, I don't know. At that point, I don't know. Maybe I still would have took in. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could have been the one to get off the drugs. I did my, my friend Amber. Mm-hmm. So maybe I could have got off the mm-hmm. drugs. So. I don't know. It's just something with me helping these kids to get they stuff together. I ain't saying I was the I got all my stuff together yeah. or whatnot, but I just I just don't want to see no failure. Yet. Yeah. So if I can help you to get yourself together, let me do it, please. That can be a gift and a curse. Be- yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I, it I don't definitely know what is. it is. What's the name of the quality that a person has to be so selfless like that? But 
I don't like that about myself sometimes. And I do see, I've seen in my mom glimmers of it too. So I don't know if this is just an us thing this or this is a particular person thing. Empathetic. And just, empathetic. Yeah. It's in us. Mm-hmm. It's weird. That's just, I don't really go off, oh, everything is because of the genes and whatnot. Yeah. But that, if you sit back and look at our family, we do that mm-hmm. with anybody. Mm-hmm. You can ask anybody in our family there. They'll get, I'm not gonna say one of the friends on the street. We be quick to, yeah, you want this? You want, you know, we give it to them. Like, mm-hmm. I can't hear you, you can't come to that, but I'll give you this and whatnot. We quick to do that. We quick to, oh, you ain't got nowhere to place to stay? A family or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You could come here, stay here. We, I don't know. It's, it's just yeah. I got, we got bonus cousins and uncles and aunties because of bringing people yeah. in. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, speaking of this family, because we went past it, uh, I wanted to go Ooh, back to it. Charlie. Because I, I, I generally want anybody that come on a part as a family member to give their perspective of the family that they came from. Like the overall arching, the Johnsons. Y'all seen that meme? Then when it's, uh, it's a, you got some church ones, you got some drunk ones, you got some fighting ones, you got some all. <laughs> yeah. That is a- that is the Johnson's, baby. Yes, it is. <laughs> that is the Johnson's. I'm trying to tell y'all. You got all that up in now. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever went on like an actual deep research to see? Because I know that's kind of started with like Danina and Danielle. Where they try to search yeah, back with that. ancestry and stuff. Yeah, they did that. I never did it. Mm-hmm. I never did it. Nope. So you just pretty much know the ones that was alive when you was alive. This is who you know. That's it. That's all. They Second cause is... Third cousins, all of them be coming to the family. And you, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's cousins. Sorry. Compare uh, and contrast when you were younger to how the family dynamic was with the uh, Johnsons to what it is now. Oh, it's totally different. Oh my god. Okay, the good part that we all got along. Well, it was like it was more funner. We, did the parties. We did the coming cousins going over each other's house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was way more. Togetherness. Togetherness back then. Mm-hmm. Now, cousins don't know each other. Cousins coming as in your house and one to be up in her room and the other one in the living room. Like, back then, we sitting around. What you doing? What you doing? We together. We want to walk to the store. We want to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's so they loners. Just no, no, no. Even with the aunties, uh, the aunties uh do this for you, do that for you. You know, aunties and uncles not that. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you by yourself. No. What do you think was the change or the the start of the trend? the transformation with the dynamic. I don't want to say, well, you know what? When my mama passed, when my grandma passed, bring the mic to you. Yes. Sorry about that. Y'all. Well, I, be, I want to say that, but then I'll be having that. The other little part of me that be like life. Just, I don't know. It's just different. It's just not the same as the years go and the generation change and you know, mm-hmm. it's just not the same. It's 
You can say it's a bunch like social media could be a large reason of uh, the the way that we use that to connect with family instead of just actual in person connections. We could say, I got my ex, uh, you know, my things, but you've lived with this family longer than me, yeah. so you've seen it more was, than I've seen. To be honest, I don't know what it is. It might be social media now. I just feel like everybody just went on to their own little way now. Like mm-hmm. you can't even pay them to. Come over to your house to have a cocktail with you. It's always, everybody just separated. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. That was my plan to have, you know. You always saying, to get, get alone and, you know. Let's all do something together. Yes, yes something together. that's me. Let's, come on, why? Nah. Who will be over there? Oh, no, I ain't coming. <laughs> Who going to be over there is very important. That uh, <laughs> That is the number one thing. You have anything in this Johnson family. They go ask. They go get what on the phone. What that means? Say how many? How many? How, how many, many people gonna be there? How many people gonna be there? <laughs> yes. I mean, do it we might have be social media? Yeah, because uh, that's how everybody uh, talk too. Do you do you think yeah. that asking who gonna be there? How many people gonna be there? Is important to ask with knowing this family? <sighs> it's. Like Do we I have say, real I'm, reasons for why the family should be dis- distant and separated? Well, I have my reason why I was distant from mm-hmm. someone. So people probably do got reasons. They didn't state it, mm-hmm. but I stated mass. Yeah. They knew mass very clear. Yeah. But others just don't. They probably stated to the person that they close with, mm-hmm. oh, no, I ain't messing with her because she, she do this or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. but never came and said, oh, I don't like coming around because Uncle Bob always laughing too much and he hit me. Through. You know, I'm just saying in general. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody know mm-hmm. uh, unless the, the person that you tight with. Mm-hmm. Uh, speak on, like, do you think we have any protection or, like, like, you know how we have a justice system to where we have to answer to wrongdoings. We have to be set in front of a juror and they have to decide on whoever presented the best case. <laughs> Do you feel like this family, the Johnsons, had ever had any sort of that layer of protection for right and wrong? Again, if they close to that person... Yeah, they'll do it with that person. But just like... Like, just say if a situation happened in the family. If something happened. Mm-hmm. They don't go to the people that it happened to. Mm-hmm. They talk amongst it with somebody else mm-hmm. and study. Just say my situation. None of her sisters came to me mm-hmm. and said anything. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this and that. Y'all talk it out or this and that or whatnot. But yeah. when she passed... Everybody want to call and be like, so how do you feel? I don't care. I don't. I so don't just care. just so the listeners aren't confused, something personal happened with you yeah. in, in the family, and nobody was there to, to help you through that, defend you in any way. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Okay. They didn't, or try to even fix the situation or, you know, try to bring it to something. It wasn't. None of that. I don't care. I mm-hmm. mean, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm my own person. I'm a, I got this mm-hmm. or whatnot. But it was just still like. I mean, did you feel like when you were younger 
that you did have the situation handled and you had clear guidance and you knew what to do. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't my situation per se, but it was my situation. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I knew what to do and I did what I did. So now that you're older, you said that family members came out to you when that person that hurt you died. Correct. And they was checking in, like, how you feel now that she gone? And- right. I guess they wanted to, me to be like, oh, I'm glad she gone. Yeah. I'm looking like, oh, okay. <laughs> Your phone going to ring again if you don't turn off the alarm. Oh. What'd it do? Uh, let me see. Oh, um, yeah. I see what you're saying. But, um. Yeah. It, and then it didn't happen when I was younger. I was older when the situation happened. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it was, it's just weird to me how it didn't get noticed i mean you know did nothing happen with the family like mm-hmm. that's something to me it was something big to us that could have been like oh you wrong y'all yeah you know what it I'm was saying? and uh something with something yeah but now y'all still at this lady table piling yeah. you know yeah yeah it hurt it it you know it did something to me but then at the same time y'all ain't under my roof so mm-hmm. lost my roof was under my roof mm-hmm. is not part of that mm-hmm. i'm good now, one of the reasons why I think the family is so distant and separated is because of the cycles of molestation and sexual assault. We're just going to put it out there. Social yeah. media, yes. But well, also that huge-ass layer. <laughs> that, I would say, no, I'm not going to say that. Be- no, because... Imagine you being in a family that from generation after generation, they touched on and abused people, and those people never was able to say something or do something about it. They grow up, they repeat that cycle to the other people, and it just keep happening generation after generation. And then y'all all supposed to be at family reunions and events together while you're seeing the next person that just did something to you when you was twelve, and everybody know they did it, and ain't nobody doing. You just gotta see them every year. Imagine that being that. Yeah. Okay. Who would want to keep going to those events? Right. Because that did stop my child from. Mm-hmm. You're right. Okay. I ain't never want to go to that person's house <laughs> anymore. <laughs> my mama kept going. I never wanted to go ever. Right. Okay. So, yeah, I'll, we, we could put that as one. Mm-hmm. We could put that as one because, like I say, and I'm gonna say this: they, the the family Johnsons, they swept that up under the rug as it was the normal something mm-hmm. to me. That's mm-hmm. how I felt like it. Mm-hmm. Like it's normal. It was normal. Scooty, how many people have you listened to or know where they came from a family of uh, cycles of gener- generations of molestation and sexual assault? How many families you know that went through stuff like that? How many people do I know personally? Yeah. Oh, off back, I can name like seven. Mm-hmm. So so it's common on your end. Yeah. Thank God I ain't come from a family like that, but See, that's what I'm saying. I got yeah. a I got a lot of close friends who I've been to their family events mm-hmm. and I've seen their abuser. Mm-hmm. And how the is y'all sweeping this under the rug and mm-hmm. Uncle John over here staring at me like I've been in the family, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. they they did that. A lot. It's mm-hmm. it's more common than not. Yes, 
That's where I was getting at with asking her that. It's more Oof. common than not. Very, very much so. So to you saying like, like they that like this is normal, like this is cool. Uh, the way it, when I was brought up, the hell that you you would have thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. And, but when it happened to me, to I'm like, oh hell no, nah. yeah. I'm about to burn your house down. The only people that's supposed to know is your family mm-hmm. and the church. Mm-hmm. Oh no, we ain't had a church pot. Yeah, we had <laughs> I'm just saying, if you go down deep south, that's yeah. that's right. They gonna be like, yeah, you can tell the pastor, maybe. So the unique thing about Auntie Shanice's story. And then our story is that when it touched our generation, more specifically us and y'all, y'all having kids, when it touched y'all having kids, that's where the, the cycle, separation. that's where the separation I feel like started. You're right. Because you right. finally spoke up and said, right. Hey, get these motherfuckers up out of here. You're right. You're right. You're right on mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. I'll give you that. So, now that you was, because you were able to see it in real time, somebody molests somebody, mm-hmm. and that person takes action, sends that motherfucker to jail. Oh, I and, was trying. And you saw it from start, from beginning to end of that whole situation, and how the family, um, how the family reacted to all of that. How did you see like the separation starting then in real time? Did you notice it? Or did you... I didn't notice it because I was the one that did it. Mm-hmm. So I separated myself mm-hmm. as far as everybody else. I knew the reason why I separated mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. So what about when it happened to uh, the other person? Um, It's, it's kind of weird because the person didn't live here. Mm-hmm. So... But damn, she didn't never come around the family no way. So, okay, we gonna skip past that because actually, no. that's I feel like that's a a conversation we can have in part two. Yeah, yeah, let's do <laughs> we that. We can have it in part two. Yeah. Um, I really wanted to actually bring up okay. something about myself personally that I just experienced. Okay. So, me growing up, I didn't talk. I we've all stated all of that. And as I'm getting older, I started to gain my own voice. And as soon as I gain my voice, everybody telling me to shut the hell up. You talk too much. You're disrespectful. No, you don't. (laughs) And I never did. I never stopped talking. (laughs) Um, And I think that that's been a a gift and a curse because now that I talk and I know what is right and was wrong for me, I take action as soon, especially with the mom that I had seeing her take action and us being a part of that, um, process of her taking action. Mm -hmm. Like I have so much passion behind molestation and sexual assault. I fought I fight against that. Anytime I always give people flat platforms to talk and speaking, try to regain their power. And so with me making that be my thing, I noticed that in this journey of me being such an advocate for molestation and sexual assault, I have not been an advocate for myself. So I did a documentary with survivors on on uh, the camp, the college I went to. I did a I documentary. I think I remember that. Yeah. And um, when I was shooting it with the survivors on in that documentary, they were both all telling me because I told them about my story of experiencing my experiences with uh, molestation and sexual assault. They told me you should get behind the camera and talk too. I'm like, I don't feel like I'm the same as y'all. 
And so long story short, I had two moments when I was younger where a family member, they tried to uh, sexually assault me Mm -hmm. and I fought it off. And so they couldn't complete the action. And so I always, always felt like I wasn't the same as people that actually had the action completed on them. I get what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so as I'm getting older and I'm educating myself more, I'm learning like, oh, that right there, when that happened, that's what this is. That's sexual assault. That's molestation. Um, It just didn't happen. Yeah, it just didn't happen. And so, but I always had guilt in me that in the midst of me fighting it off and not wanting it to happen to me, I knew that this wasn't right. I just didn't know that it had a turn for it or what this was. Okay. And I also knew that I didn't, I wasn't attracted to men at a very early age. (laughs) So I definitely didn't want you to do whatever you thought you should have done to me. (laughs) Not with you. (laughs) No. (laughs) Not saying somebody else would be okay. Yeah. Definitely. Not not with you though. Yeah, no. (laughs) Um, so, uh, recently I had a dream. I had a dream very recently, like two weeks ago, recently I had a dream and this is the first time it's ever happened. Okay. where I had a dream about escaping from uh molestation. And I had a dream that I wanted to face that person because I heard that they had a better life now that they're older. Okay. Wait a minute. Pause for one second. You said you had a dream that you was escaping one. Or no, escaping I had a dream. Your, the one that happened. The one that happened. I had a dream about that person that I escaped it from happening to me. That person. I had a dream about that person who tried to do it to me. Okay. What I'm saying is, was it the, when you was younger or was no, you I'm older, older now and he tried yeah. to, uh, I'm older now and this person tried to do it when it was younger, but now they're older. Oh. So I'm dreaming about us both being older and they gotcha. have a better life. Okay. 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 Gotcha. Uh, and so I wanted to go to them and say, Hey, you don't deserve this life. Cause you did something that you never was held accountable for. And I just want you to hold yourself accountable and let me know that you're not a shitty person. <clears throat> I want to say, I wouldn't say that you don't deserve this life. Everybody get a second chance. If if you're no longer a shitty person. Right. If, if you, you rehabilitate yourself. yourself. Yeah. That's what I'm getting I at. agree too. You know what I'm saying? And it depends on the situation because I could love you, but I still ain't got to mess with you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I, it ain't like I'm going to be down your throat every time I see you or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, like you say, if... But that's why that's why I'm coming to this person to to I want to ask you these questions I never yeah. asked you uh-huh. when I was younger and didn't know I needed to ask these questions. So I wanted my dream was me going to them, wanting to them to admit to their wrongdoings, and I wanted to also ask them, "Have you done this to other people and you completed the action?" Because if you did, they're not gonna tell you. But that's what my dream was about. Oh, okay. So they're not gonna tell you that part. But I was so angry in the dream because everybody in that environment in that dream they were all stopping the conversation. They kept changing the topic. They kept doing whatever. And I could never come and do exactly what I came here to do to get this off. And so I woke up angry from that dream because I didn't accomplish what I wanted to accomplish to regain the power that this person took from, from me when I was younger. It stopped in your dream because you had to do it in real life. That's that's what I'm coming to talk to you about. You got to do it in real life. And and that's why I'm like, it's a gift and a curse to be the person I am today because I know that and now I'm going to go do it. Other people, they will probably never do it and know that that's what they need to do. It got to hit them. It got to, it got to hit them. Mm-hmm. It hit you. 
Yeah. It's just yours came on early. Yeah, but I, but I always had that guilt in me growing up that I should have said something because maybe he did complete this to somebody else. And I could have been the stop. Don't stress yourself about that. But that's just me always being that protector and just wanting to see people do well. One, you were a child. Yeah. Right. So you protected yourself, but you didn't protect your innocence. Yeah. Regardless to to anything, your innocence was stolen. Yes. Not your fault. Yeah. Not your guilt. Yeah. Because one, statistically, three out of four women have been sexually assaulted, molested, or raped in some shape, form, or fashion. Mm -hmm. Nine times out of ten, they don't say nothing because, A, the people they're going to say it to are either going to be, oh, well, that's that's so out of that person's character. Mm -hmm. We would never X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. B, they'll give you some form of an excuse to tell you of how it may have been your fault, Mm -hmm. whether it be the way you dress, the way you act. You cough too hard, so that means I'm trying to fuck. Like, What I will say is that's... I'm pretty sure everybody in this room has been assaulted in some shape or form. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to get to a certain point in your life where you're like, all right, yeah, I should have said something, but you were scared. Granted, you were scared. Right. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a scary it's situation because you don't know what you saying, what box that will open. Mm-hmm. It can either open a box of, all right, everybody's on my side, or the box of, you finna have to go into this alone. Well, I always gave it, it never was completed. So I always compare myself to it people. It was completed. Oh, I learned that as I got yeah, older. Now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but in the moment of growing up and knowing that that happened, I always said, oh, is it? Because well, I've experienced somebody very thing. close to me yeah. that right. it was completed on. I'm like, I, they went through court. They went to the jail. And yeah. I, I, and it's, you feel like, okay, well, it didn't happen to you, so you don't need that justice. Yeah, that's always was in my mind. But yeah. as I'm older and I'm the person I am now, that's obviously not the same case for me. The thing that I would like to do and am going, I am going to do is to go to that person yeah. and say, hey, you did this to me. Yeah. Do you remember this? Yes or no? Cool. Well, if you don't, you did this. Right. Um, did you do this to other people? You completed the action. Cause all I care about is the healing of everybody else. Yeah. I'm cool. My counselor, I told her about it. We talked it through. I told her what I want to do. She said, that's PTSD. I said, wow, definitely. Okay. Is. The, the thing it's I learned is. from my situation is don't ever think that it only happened to you. Mm-hmm. Because I, well, I learned that it yeah. didn't. If it happened once, it's either happened before or it's going to happen again. Yeah. Because when my situation occurred, I told it to somebody that was close to the group. Mm-hmm. And he was like, damn, you the second person to say something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be true. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so what? a woman came to y'all and said this. And he was like, yeah, but you know, she loose. So <sighs> exactly. And she didn't say yes. But oh. it it was the way that. Men saw her. Yeah. The men didn't see me as a loose woman. They saw me as like, oh, yeah, this our friend. This yeah. our homegirl. You're more honorable. You have yeah, more value. Yeah, I have more value, stature, or whatever yeah. they try to put it. And he's like, oh, well, dang, that's really crazy. We're not going to speed past the fact that you just said not yeah. one, but, but maybe man. two <laughs> other women have came to you and said this to you about the, uh, about this man. Yeah. 
And you all have just been defending him. Yeah. When I I say defending him, I told his brother, his brother was like, I'm a liar. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm flat out a liar. Couldn't Mm -hmm. be no way. Impossible. Impossible. He get, in his word, he get bitches. Why would he do something like that? Yeah. That's why I want to know. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me. Thank God he's in jail. Not for my, not, unfortunately, not for my situation. Yeah. But he decided that he was going to take someone's life mm-hmm. and now he has to pay the cost to be the boss. Yeah. So huh? he got 30 something years. Yeah. He only been in there two. Yeah. Oh, you that next yeah. cooked. Yeah. Well, yeah. talking with my counselor, she told me, she said, now I know you say you want to go talk to this person. You want to, you want them to admit to if they've done it to other people. Cause you care so much about those other people. But do you know what could happen if you bring this up and this comes out more further between just you and that person? What could that do? Um, could that affect the other people that have that he's completed this action with? Like, have you thought about all of those things? And so I wanted to talk with you because you know the family that I, that yeah. we come from. When I go to this person. What could be the worst thing that ever happened? A conversation. Uh-huh. A conversation. The, that person, a conversation. Mm. I don't think it would go no bigger. Again, laid back. You know, no. I think it would a conversation just between y'all two. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, I think a conversation might admit, might not, mm-hmm. might say I, yeah, for real, you know, might hit you with that, but you will know. You'll yeah. feel it. Yeah. But if they apologize and, you know, like, damn, nah, you know, I, I, that's what I think mm. you will get from that person. I ain't gonna lie to you. Cause I'm a real ass nigga now. <laughs> <What's up? laughs> I'm, a, I'm a real ass nigga. What's up? I, this person is like me, uh, where we all s- slated this person out to be a good, a good yeah. kid. Yeah. Da, 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 da. So when you learn that this person has done this more than once, Serially to See, other people. Now that's the part that got me like, yeah. That's where it's like when if it trickles out into the family. That's when it was like, okay, another one, one of Tamika's kids doing shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it really. <laughs> I don't think it's going to trickle out to the family. I mm-hmm. promise you. I don't think that. I no. Maybe mm-hmm. it does. And maybe, maybe it does. It needs to. The way this family is set up is, if. I'm just saying if the other person goes to somebody like, man, why she say I tried to do X, Y, Z and study if you're going to his mom or dad or, you know, a, a adult mm-hmm. and study that adult, but like, what? We ain't, you know, trying to like, oh, you know, fix the situation. Mm-hmm. She get on the phone. Girl, why X, Y, Z tried to say? Mm-hmm. That's how this family is set up. Nobody know how to talk. Yeah. Or take any situations seriously. Yeah. It's always a gossip. It's always a, a hate. Or it's it's just like they angry about it. Ma'am. No. Sir. No. Talk. I don't think I could ever be prepared for what what could come when I do do this. Because I'm going to be doing this very soon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think I could be prepared for what could come from it at all. But... I don't give a F. <laughs> like right. I don't care. Yeah. The person that I am, the person I was younger would have cared. I do not care because one, 
Don't nobody pay my bills. Don't nobody do nothing for Tamaya. And if this is what Period. Tamaya gonna do, Tamaya gonna do what she wanna do. Especially right. when it's for the greater good, because you don't know what this person is doing currently. You don't know. You don't know if the last person that this person affected is two years ago, three years ago. So okay, with that, you going to that person. I wouldn't worry about the other person or is you still is is he he she still talking to the other person? However, that is, just worry about yourself, mm-hmm. your situation mm-hmm. because that's gonna have your mind study thinking. Like that's what my counselor said. You're gonna build yeah. a new guilt trip yeah. to yourself. Don't do that. Even it's though I that. know you like to care, and you know what I'm saying you got this big old thing over. You wanna be African tourism, but no, 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 no. Just do yours. Let it be. Because, like I say, you might be, he, she, I'm sorry, but what not? And then for them to apologize, cry, and all this, and but you turn around and say, but what about, <laughs> that's going to be like, Yeah, yes. my counselor said not to do none of that. And it's yes, not, I'm not going that. to them for any of that. It's just uh, knowing that you've done this to other people, it don't sit right with me. And, and I don't, you I don't might be the person that sit right with you. Right. Then you might be the person that. Open up and bring it out like, dang, I messed up. That's why I am the person I am now. I'll ask God to forgive me. You never know. I want that to happen. I want me coming to you for you to now go and uh, right all your wrongs. Go face the stuff you've been running away from. I want that to happen. You don't never know. You might You'll get that. You'll have to accept whatever outcome you, you get. get. Mm-hmm. Don't but blow up from it. Don't get big The closure is you addressing the situation and letting it be known that X, Y, and Z affected you. Mm-hmm. Why did this person do what they did? Do you do you have remorse? Do you feel bad? Do you did you grow from this situation? Mm-hmm. And then, if you get the answer that you want, then all blessings. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, and hey, you you you, the longer we dwell on the past, the harder our future becomes. Mm-hmm. So. Dwelling on it. Now, if you could be a person that it happened, you, yourself, swept it under the rug, build yourself up from it, and don't want nothing else to be brought up about it or even want, don't want to talk to the person, don't even want to see the person, don't even want to ask the person, why did you do that? If you that type of person, go ahead, do it. But if you're doing great and moving on with yeah, I feel like you don't have to go and ask a person. I just know how to mess with you. You know what I'm saying? That, that that's how I feel. See, some see it's the lack it's the lack of respect and so and how audacious a person can be just knowing that they've done things in their past and they still put themselves in in environments to remind the people that they've done things to. I've done a lot in my life and I would never want people that hurt me to be a part of it. I've always made sure to not allow people like my daddy being there prom night. Want to take a picture with me? Uh-uh. Ooh, <laughs> you got you stiff arm. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Whoa, don't so touch I've me. I've always been so protective of myself and some, sometimes I wasn't able to, make outbursts or, or control situ- situations because I've never been that person that make big ass scenarios or mm-hmm. like, I just be chilling, calm, collecting, 
so to to be in environments where this person stayed there or put themselves there it's like i really you want don't want Grammy that to continue moment. at all when i talk to you i want you to know that i'm not the one to mess with I, don't mess with me but also don't mess with anybody else and yo sir and what, present what now further along don't do that either because i'm not that same person to see stuff happening know and be educated that this is what's happening and not do anything about it like you're not going to have a, a happy life if you do things in front of me and the person I am and today. You, you'll get away with yeah. it. Yeah. You want your Grammy moment. What what do you mean by that? So, you know, a Grammy moment, that's 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 the big deal. It's like, damn, this is this is it. Mm. This this is where you feel like once this conversation happens, this is where this cycle is going to stop. Mm. Like this this is it. The next time I'm going to hit you with a pot. Like, right. Yeah. And I can, and I can respect that. I, me, honestly, I am terrified to say something mm-hmm. to that, to that man. Mm-hmm. Because I know for a fact, emotionally. Oh, I, oh, oh, burn the jail down. Oh, baby. Everybody in here. Good. Burn it all down. Mm-hmm. But that's me. Me personally, I have not moved past that yet. Yeah. Like, I don't want to say I haven't moved past it. Like, it's like, okay, I can it talk about it. Yet. It Ooh, ain't hit you but yet. But baby, to... some days I just be like. Because <laughs> you haven't regained your power back from what was taken from you. Nobody deserves it, to be sexually assaulted. It makes you At feel all. so icky and just like yeah. disappointed. You be more disappointed in yourself than the person. You be like, damn, what? Did I do something back? Hold on. Because. How in the fuck did this happen to me? Yeah. And then you, you know, I can't, I can't victim blame nobody. Cause Uh-oh. it's like, once it happens to you, you like, damn, now see why don't nobody ever say nothing. Cause y'all gonna think I'm a hoe. <laughs> y'all go like, if we be honest, that's what they, that's what a lot of men consider rape to be a hoe being a hoe. And now she's, she wants somebody to save her from her wholeness. Like, Oh, she, didn't get her way, so this is the label she gonna throw. Mm-hmm. Some women do do that. I will say uh, that. I was about to say it. Depends. Yeah, women, women definitely. Some, some, some women will cry rape. Yeah, but at the rate and the level that it occurs, everybody ain't out here being. Oh yeah, Dante a creepy nigga. This the fifth person say Dante creepy. Y'all homie might be creepy. Yeah, right. And it be, and it's a lot of men that take up for, it's a lot of men and even a lot of women yeah. that will, will ride to the wheels fall off about this person because they know what type of person they really are. And they also know that if this person is held accountable for their actions, they going to lose it all. They, they're, everything is literally going to go down the drain for them. And they, they would rather see you suffer then the person they care about lose it all. Well, yeah. I, I it's told, like a yay nay. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> with that. Because you got some people, like, I, like me, I don't care about what happened and the family member, you know, all that. But I do just want to ask, just like, why didn't you say nothing? Why didn't mm-hmm. you do? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, 
I think that's a valid question to ask survivors of sexual assault. Why didn't you say anything so that you can understand more to why it took so long for them to say something? This person could be my dad. This person could be an older cousin who everybody deemed to be such a amazing person person and would never do something like this. And so I knew I would never be believed or I did try and immediately was not believed. And so I never tried again. And a lot of people don't want to disturb the reputation that they abusers have. Cause a lot of the time Mm -hmm. their abuser is somebody of stature of prominence. Yeah. So just like in the situation that I was talking about the girl, because she is what people deem promiscuous and the guy was more of a outside, oh yeah, everybody want to kick it with him, right. everybody want to hang with him. It's not believable that he would do something like that mm-hmm. to her. Yeah. And sometimes you feel guilty and you don't want to disturb somebody's pro- uh, progress in life. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you do see somebody doing well. And if you say something about something that's eating you alive and you still haven't healed from it because they did something to you in the past, you might disturb their good life and you feel guilty for they got five kids now. Right. You know they, yeah, no, fuck way. them kids. Sorry, TT. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just what you guys, that that that's true. Maybe like I ain't even go trip. I ain't it's, gonna it's, even it say it is just amazing. Just hope you ain't doing that to us kids. You know, uh-huh. like <laughs> you 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 did this to other women, but now you got daughters. Yeah. You 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 victimized women and men. But now you got sons and daughters, mm-hmm. and you'll burn the world down if it happened to yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Where was that at? <laughs> so where was your humanity when you did it to me? Yeah. And everybody's like, no oh, answer. well, I don't know, and it was just an urge. And... No, have, you, no you got to come with something stronger than that now, like. You can't you can't explain away that shit no more. <laughs> this stuff makes me angry. I'm sorry. This if there's anything that makes me very mad, and you all you gotta do is just bring it up. Great, I'm already yeah. High. I'm blue. This is one, this is the only crime that really just boils my like murder is second to it, but this one takes the cake for me. Nobody I can understand murder. Yes, yeah, sometimes I can, I can understand. I do not understand. I, this I hate at to all. say that. I, I don't. I can validate I murder. Because sometimes you got to do what you got to do yeah. to rob somebody of innocence, whether yeah. young, old. Yeah. Is, it, it, it hurts me when it, they're young. Mm-hmm. It, especially it, it, it when they're young. young. And it can start with such a small action. and That's a rub on the booty. And, and then you could be, oh, yeah. it was an accident. And now your child's being groomed. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh. Oh, burn them all down, burn it down. And I, I just know so many stories because what I'm like, I'm always around it. Some everybody, I have family members that know of me to be such an advocate against these things. And they come to me now and they That's talk good. to me about their stories. Yes. Yeah. But I'm all, I'm a problem solver. Whenever you come to me with a problem, all right, how are we finna solve it? I'm finna help you. Some people, some I hate problems. it when they don't want to solve a problem. They just want to just. Let Maybe the problem the still be there, yeah. still be hurt, still be traumatized. I'm just like, me? As soon as I had the dream, I'm like, oh, that's it. I got to do something about it. One thing I learned is that your one step can be somebody's three. Mm-hmm. True. So, like, you see how you you ready to, mm-hmm. you can do it? Yeah, I know. Oh, God, I could not. Yeah. Right. I could not. <laughs> yeah. When I say literally bull in China shop. Yeah. 
I would be more upset with myself that I could not do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I let you put so much fear into me that I'm a wild out. I can't control myself. Yeah. With any other situation, I'm cool. You can't, you can't shake me. But yeah. this, oh my God, I'm ready to just. Anger. Give me, give me five, give me five <laughs> minutes. Give me two minutes with him. Close the door. Turn the lights off. We mm. just. Yeah. Man, give me a broom. And I'm in the middle. Because I'm like, <laughs> I'm serious. You have this and You want to talk to him. I'm. How it go is how it go for you. Yeah. My life is good. I'm great. Just let, just let me be. I don't know, man. You could be masking. Could be masking stuff that you still have not just said. Let me just get done for myself. I see it in my mama. I see it in your other siblings. I don't know too much about what you got going on, but well, that's why I, see, I I really don't know. I'm nothing. It's like I don't know. It's just like I'm easy breezy. I don't let it irk me up. I don't try to drink. I don't try to smoke. I mm-hmm. don't scream and yell. I don't have to fight. I don't. I'm not a nagger or you're know. open. Yeah, it's like I'm. Um, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with life. Oh my I'm, god, I'm she's a damn. Trying. She's an energy bender. Yeah, energy bender. <laughs> energy bender. I'm trying to get married. She she Look, can she can pull the and... negative. She can pull the the most positive shit out I'm of a, a bad hopeless situation. situation. Uh-huh. That's a great. That's a great ability to have. Yeah, because just... you you are very optimistic. Thank you. That's that's Thank that's lovely. Because thank you. <sighs> like like I don't know. Life just Mike. Life, <laughs> we almost we don't done. Get no... Life to me just life, things that happen in in my life. I just look at it as just trying. it happened. Mm-hmm. And it wet me down. Cause Lord knows how my how I'll be thinking if it did. Mm-hmm. It didn't wear me down. It didn't, you know what I'm saying, make me hate my kids or it didn't show me nothing negative. Well, let this train pass real quick. Okay. Cause it's it's really outdoing itself. Hey, leave it alone. Sorry, listeners. It's, you know, choo, Indiana, the crossroad of America. My baby, choo choo. It's the crossroads of America. All right, you said whenever things happen. Yeah. Um, my kids is great. I'm great. I just let it be. Let it be. And I think that's how I keep my youth. I Mm. keep my sanity. I keep my look fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. I just keep everything cool. I, I I I agree with you. I think I did too much of that. <laughs> you did too much because I that. didn't talk, and a lot was happening around us. A lot was happening. I did not talk, and it took for me to educate myself to be like, "Damn, that's what was going on." So if maybe people was talking and speaking out against those things, it wouldn't further continue to happen. Trust me, folks were speaking out. They they weren't speaking out as like how you was doing it. You know, you wants to do it. It was being brought up. It was just like they didn't care or they hated him for that little month or two and, yeah. you know, came back around, you know. It That's was social just... media, though. Like, when something's trending, everybody talks about it, and then after two to three days of it being hot, you know, go with. to the next topic. Mm-hmm. 
I, we're not solving any problems doing that. We're not putting any action behind our communication. We're just talking about it and stuff like this, serious situations like this, where people die and people be assaulted and stuff. This is not a talking piece. This is not a think, a think topic. This is, this is how do we stop this from happening as much as it happens? And that's where I'm at. We did too much talking. We did too much people on the road. You got to do things about it now. Send these niggas to a psychiatric ward. Send them to jail. jail. Send them places where they're not around us anymore to continue this honey. to happen. Honey, honey. To, to be terrorized by your abuser and people know mm-hmm. is insane. That's mm-hmm. one people thing. People don't understand that. I can genuinely I, say ooh. I was not around my abuser enough to be like some, oh, yeah, this nigga finna terrorize me. Nah. Yeah. It was it was a one and done type situation, mm-hmm. but it still was like, damn, this man is everywhere now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I can't, I can't shake, shake you. I don't want to see you. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't shake you. And it's like, ugh, the the way you feel afterwards. You just, it took me a long time to even be comfortable enough around the opposite sex. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? If you're not my dad. Or my brothers, like, I, I genuinely, I couldn't even, no. School, college, didn't go. Mm-hmm. Stop going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I stopped going to school because of it. Stopped going to school. Uh, started working with kids. Okay. At-risk kids. Mm-hmm. Found out a lot of them was going through the situation in school. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, God. God. They it's... were babies. <laughs> Six to like 12. I had two of them, a girl and a boy. Right. And the boy had it the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he had it the worst. And I was like, wow, this that. is, it was, it was, ooh. do you had, uh, through all the trauma that you've experienced, uh, in your life, do you feel like any of that could have just uh, manipulated you making better decisions in life or you changed courses because you just haven't healed through issues or you made uh, decisions you probably wouldn't have made if you were more of a healed being. To be honest, I don't know because when it happened, it made me like, I don't want my like, kids nowhere. Mm-hmm. So it, that did happen. But to be honest, that's the only thing I, I don't trust nobody with my kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, that might be one of them. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I'm good with I'm good now. I just don't trust nobody with my kids. Yeah. We are definitely gonna have a part two. We're gonna have yes. you come back because okay, it's so okay. much more to ask you. And yes. Get to know you a and bit I more. I wanna say a little bit more too, because yeah. this topic is 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 real big. Mm-hmm. It's real big. Mm-hmm. But a simple fact, you got some that want to speak up. You got some that don't want to speak up. Mm-hmm. Even if you're 45 and it happened when you was three. Mm-hmm. Do you want to speak up on yeah. it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Are you, how did you move on with it? Or, you know. Yeah. So it's, the topic is huge. Especially when it's family members that did the situation. How do you. Like you say, how do you still go to this barbecue? Mm-hmm. How do you still, do I still call you uncle? Do I still call you 
Cousin mm-hmm. Pete. You know what I'm saying? So start like, calling her as John. John. <laughs> John. Yeah. Grandma uh, John's here. Do, and like you say, do you keep yourself away from the family because of this one person? Mm-hmm. You got a hundred family members, but this one person messed up. So now you don't come across mm-hmm. this family because of one person. Yeah. Do you do that? Yeah. Is that good? Is it bad? I think that's what we all need to ask ourselves <laughs> and answer that. Cause we, I'm sure a lot of us has been in this situation. There's a link. Every time a video is posted on YouTube, you go to the bottom of the descriptions. There's a link where you can send us videos, memos. You can remain anonymous or you can disclose yourself. You can ask us questions, tell us topics to speak on that you want our takes on, give us shout outs, live us, whatever you want. Click that link, the questionnaire link. And send stuff there. We're going to check it. Hey, that's what they do. The bottom below. <laughs> <laughs> Link in the description box. Yeah. So especially if you, if you are, if you resonate from anything that we talk about on the pod and you want to give your take or you want to ask us questions and get our advice, anything, just click that link. Yeah. So click that link. Please. Click please. And thank it. you. Let us we know. We also have merch coming. You feel me? So we oh, got merch already. Like yeah, we got merch already on the website. So you can see Just Watch the Damn Podcast merch on the website. We got different colorways for that. We also got this coming. Like Oversized that. tees for the summer. You Ooh, feel let me see the bag. Let them see the bag. I like that. 1-800-I'm-Fine. Call me. Call me. Really? one 800 i Our little mental uh, health. Pieces. I'm just saying that with some black biker shorts. Yeah, and, man. Check on your crowd. Yes. Even if they look okay on the outside. Yes, yes. And you got it in that color right there. We're going to be within your cities. You know, we got stickers to paint around the cities, you know. Just watch the podcast. If you want some of these stickers, definitely let me know because I'll probably put it on our websites to give to y'all for free. And y'all just paint them wherever you are because we got people. Now, when Dallas, y'all see us. At that gas station on 75th and Stony Island posting them <laughs> things. Y'all better scan the y'all damn podcast. Y'all better scan this code and just, on the podcast and put y'all people on. Thank I you. I know. I just told the man at the gas station. He's like, where you going looking on? I said, my niece doing a podcast? She got her own podcast. He said, yeah. He pulled his phone out. I said, yeah. First I said, just watch the damn podcast. <laughs> I forgot that wasn't it. <laughs> I said, no, that's not it. It's club culture. My bad. Uh, they be like, just watch the damn podcast. I mean, that's, that's how you remember us by. <laughs> that's how I remember it. Dang. But yeah, just watch the damn podcast. Just um, watch the damn podcast. If you are on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell. And if you're on your favorite streaming platform thank you for tuning in and make sure you leave us a rating yes yes peace peace out just watch the damn podcast